In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Tried to cut the lights off, but oh no, we keep the candle lit. I keep my opinions to myself because you can't handle it. I get on the track, my only goal is to dismantle it. Banger after banger, got the school and now the hammer. Last year I dropped my first CD, they loved it. All of them witnessed, but y'all ain't seen nothing. We made the CD with barely no money. Imagine just what we could do with a budget. We had to kill it, it never was optional. Get out the way, yeah, we pushing the envelope. We had to stop just to make it unstoppable. They asked for my point of view, I say tropical. All right, yes, welcome to East Sleep Fantasy. And like you heard Serge saying, we make this podcast with barely no money. So that's right. And it's still awesome. It is very awesome. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, and that, you know, that little message that you just heard come into my phone is my wife, who knows that we're recording a podcast, but rather than peeking through the door, this is an upgrade. She's texting me to make sure it's okay. That's good. But my fault for not having my phone on silent. So I guess my fault. My bad, audience. We're still learning. Yes. But as you'll notice, we finally got our equipment upgraded. Oh, yeah. So this beautiful noise that you hear is us and our true voices. If you don't like it, this is what it's going to sound like from now on. So you might as well just turn it off from now on. And my mic sounds so good, I keep wanting to say, oh, yeah. It does sound pretty damn good. Yeah. I've always sounded good because um, I forked over the money for a new mic pretty early. Because yes. um, even though Dale makes the most money out of us, he's... uh. Um, the cheapest. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out a word because there's a there's a phrase for it in Spanish. What's like, the phrase? Like "colo duro," like um, but there's I don't I don't know a, a phrase for it in English. Oh, oh, hey, uh, everybody. Um, can I just say this really quick? Welcome everybody to Eat Sleep Fantasy. This is your favorite fantasy football podcast. My name is Dale Demont. Fuck you, Dale. Fuck you. And with me is Christian Brito. My name is Jeff. What's up, guys? You can follow me at EatSleepFF or my personal Twitter, which is at CBritoFantasy. Man, we're switching it up today. We're on yeah, fire. We're on I think, fire. I think it's a song that just like got us hype and like we're ready to go. Brought in by a new Surge song, yes. Clutch. Shout out to Surge. You can find him on Twitter at JustSurge. Or JustSurge.com. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so... I mean that was uh that was banging. Shout out to my Haitians apparently. Um even yeah, though Miami does is... Miami does have a large population of a Haitian community. Yeah, it's probably after the Cuban population and the Colombian slash Venezuelan population, the Haitian population is very nice yeah. and large. That's why there's little Haiti down here. Um Miami truly is a very good example of a of a ethnic area. Very in, diverse. Uh, yes. Um, and I'm glad to be here. Glad my parents uh, emigrated from Cuba because uh, I would not want to be there. <laughs> yeah. So now you're living the life. You're living and, the American dream, hosting a podcast that makes no money. And uh, no, but I feel blessed doing it. You know why, man? Why? Because I I could be in Cuba, hosting no cast <laughs> for no money. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Um, instead there's people in here that are just like, they took our podcast. <laughs> you have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? I have no idea what you're talking about. You never about. seen that episode of South Park? No. It's like, they took our jobs. No. Okay. No. Anyways, listen, we got a lot to cover. We're going to be doing a lot of waiver wire stuff because we know by the time this podcast posts, you guys are going to be scrolling through your waiver wire, trying to figure out who to add, who not to, um, you know, for some people, they might think this is not a big waiver wire week. Um, for me, there's definitely guys that I think are worth ads in a lot of leagues, and um, we'll get to that in just a second. Before we do any of that, I want to talk about one guy, right? One okay. guy. Okay, give it to us from week from week four, Dale. And that is, uh, who do you think it is? Uh, Galvatron. No, 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 no. AKA Marvin Jones. No, no, no. 
It's another Jones. Okay. Uh, the uh, Julio? Quintoris Jones. Quintoris. For those of you that don't know, um, and I've been playing fantasy football for a while, um, I've, I've had Julio Jones on a, on a, on a couple of teams throughout the past never on my never on my league of record team um but i i love julio jones i never knew his real name was quintoris wait we really don't know that his that's his real name it says it on the wiki page but do we really know his real name is quintoris lopez jones okay okay you know i don't really think you know calling him julio you know that's like a hispanic origin right but i don't really think of julio jones as hispanic is he right? No, he's I'm black. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, he's black. Okay. Um. So what's up with Julio? That's the name that he he picked for himself. Because oh, not so many people out here are trying to say Quintoris. Right, right. So he wants to be like a household name. And he, yeah, I don't know, man. Would have been a, better to go with like Steve or something than Julio. <laughs> I think Quintoris is pretty awesome. Wait, that was pretty racist, Dale. What you just said. <laughs> Why is Steve better than Julio? <laughs> He's not better. I'm not saying it's better. It's <laughs> Why is Steve better than Julio, Dale? It's, Explain yourself. <laughs> it's more for the middle American um, demographic. I mean, he did go to school in Alabama. Yeah, exactly. Julio's probably don't do well in the middle of oh, Alabama. Good Lord, Dale. This is getting worse. <laughs> I'm just saying. <clears throat> Okay, we can move on. I have a feeling I'm digging myself in a hole I won't be able to get out of. Mm-hmm. I'm not racist. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into our waiver wire. <laughs> We're going to put up a poll after this episode goes up. All the poll is going to say is, is Dale the racist? <laughs> yes or no? That's all it's going to say. <laughs> that vote's coming back in my favor <laughs> and what I mean by my favor I mean it's going to show that you're a racist <laughs> <laughs> alright guys this is the day that Eat Sleep Fantasy ends um, alright man let's let's uh, yeah let's start off with the quarterbacks here um, there are a couple quarterbacks to note uh, after week four so far um I guess two, I'll just mention both of them. We can kind of talk as, you, as you'd as you like. Uh, we have Carson Wentz and Joe Flacco. Um, both have pretty decent schedules coming up. Um, and good bye, bye week fillers. Um, what, what's your opinion on Carson Wentz coming up here? Oh, uh, coming, coming off the bye. I love him. He's a guy that, for this week, at the very least, he's playing the Lions, man. And as a Russell Wilson owner, um, I will probably be... You know, I figure out if I want to spend the waiver wire priority or not. But if I'm a league with a fab and I can spend, you know, 3% of my budget and pick up Carson Wentz as a nice bye week fill-in, it's worth it to me. Yeah. Considering his next two games, even, he's playing the Lions and then the Redskins, um, which have both been pretty putrid against the pass. Um, very much like him. I mean, Detroit, Detroit just gave up 300 yards to Brian Hoyer. Yeah. yeah. You know if, what I mean? Yeah, Brian Hoyer can look like that. Uh, there's no reason Carson Wentz um, can't can't do the same. Coming off a of bye week, you know, the offense is not really doing well running the ball, and they've been pretty good throwing the ball so far. Carson Wentz has looked good, so uh, definitely worth an ad as far as quarterbacks being worth an ad, but streamable guy for sure this week. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, he has Lions this week and the Redskins the following, so um, two okay matchups back-to-back. Yep. Um all right, go ahead. You want to say the next guy? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I mentioned, Joe Flacco. Um, he plays the Redskins this week. Um, has a tough matchup against the Giants the following week. But at least for this week, if you're looking for a bye week filler, um, again, Joe Flacco playing the Redskins. Yeah, To before I uh, move on from Wentz, Wentz is only owned in 20.4% of leagues, so almost 80% of leagues he's available. Flacco is owned in 15% of leagues, so both these guys are very widely available. Um and like Dale said, this guy, Flacco, is playing Washington next week. So if you can pick him up, probably worth a start. Yeah. All right. Well, we won't waste too much time on the on the quarterbacks. I mean, uh, there should be 
some value on the waiver wire if you really need if you really need a guy um, to fill in. Um, I I really I just want to continue to say like Wentz against um, against Detroit. I mean Detroit has been the um, has allowed the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So definitely for me, yeah, yeah, worthy of a start. Well, uh, the next guy. Let's stick it. Uh, let's stay with the Ravens here. Um, a guy that's owned in forty-five percent of leagues is Terrence. The Ravens. When the hell were we talking about the Ravens? Talk about oh. Joe Flacco. No, my bad. I was talking about Wentz. <laughs> Got distracted. Uh, um, so it's in been case, a long day. Okay? In case you, in case you were listening. Um, <laughs> yeah, I so. was. I wasn't talking about the Ravens. <laughs> so Terrence West. Against Oakland, he had 21 carries on 113 yards and a touchdown. Um, looked really good. Uh, finally, we got some good rushing productivity from a Ra- the Ravens running back. Um, pretty good pickup if he's still owned. Like I said, uh, owned 45% of leagues. Uh, definitely worth uh, – I, I would say he's up there on tops of, uh, of the waiver wire picks this week. Um, Great using a high high priority for him I think would probably be the right thing to do. We're not really yeah. sure. Justin Forsett – we don't even know. I mean, he was a clean scratch. Um, so we yeah, don't know what's going there, on. There have been rumblings that, you know, they're not sure what Forsett's future is going to be on the team. Um, I kind of expect him to be a healthy scratch again, uh, especially with Kenneth Dixon coming back. So for all the people out there that want to, let's say, pick up Terrence West, um, there is some concern that this is the week Kenneth Dixon comes back. Um, now I will say to that, I still think because Terrence West looks so good when they finally allowed him to be the bell cow, um, that they're probably going to let him have the first crack at it. And if he gets a high amount of carries, the defense that they're playing against this week is the Washington Redskins. They have been putrid against the run. We saw what Crowell just did against them. Um, they're the second worst in terms of or second. They allow the second most fantasy points to running backs after the Saints. Um, everybody's been able to run all over the Saints. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they've given up seven rushing touchdowns already this year. Only the Saints have allowed more. Um, they've given up, I believe. Let me pull this up. They've given up the most rushing yards so far this season. Right. Um, so we're, we're talking about 532 yards on the ground already, um, a quarter of the way through the season, um, to running backs. Uh, so well over five yards of carry. I, I really like the ad here for, for picking up Terrence West, who's probably available on most of your waiver wire. So, um, yeah. let me, let me pull up that stat real quick, Dale, before we, before we move on to anyone. So go ahead. Yeah. You're, you're looking for ownership. Yeah, ownership percentage. Yeah, 40, 40, 45% for Terrence West. Yeah. Um, and on NFL, that's actually even lower. He's only avail- He's only owned in 37% on okay. NFL. Okay. So, um, widely available still in a lot yep. of leagues. I know a lot of people picked him up this past week with, with Forsett being a, a scratch, but yep. uh, definitely worth an ad in a lot of leagues. Yeah, and Kenneth Dixon, like you mentioned, he's definitely a long-term, uh, long-term investment, I think. Um, I think if Terrence West is doing well enough, if he's getting 20 carries, 100 yards, and touchdown, uh, it's going to be hard for Kent Dixon to weasel his way in. Um, but we know Terrence West, and he hasn't been consistent throughout his career so far. So, but he hasn't had you know good teams to play with either. Went from the Browns to the Ravens. So, um, yeah. so a couple, another duo um, similar to West and Dixon is Wendell Smallwood and Darren Sproles. Um, Next up is the Lions for both of these guys. Uh, we're not sure if Ryan Matthews, what his role is going to be, if he's going to return healthy. Um, what What are your thoughts on these guys, and who are you prioritizing between the two? Yeah, we, don't, we still don't know what the hell is going on with Ryan Matthews, um, whether he's healthy or not. And he, I mean, the last two games just hasn't been involved at all as far as carries and, you know, two games ago, fell into the end zone twice and... <laughs> After doing nothing all game, yeah. Did nothing all game and made me lose by a point and a half in Listener League. Um, but, you know, I'm going to get over the saltiness because that's fine. 
It's, that was <laughs> was that two weeks ago? That was three weeks ago. It, it doesn't sound like you're getting over it. Yeah, it was three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, because at this point, I've won two consecutive weeks in Listener League, and I'm perfectly fine and happy there. You know, I think I'm still the highest scoring team, and uh, and two and two, which is, I'll take it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <clears throat> I'll be fine. I'll live, especially considering, um, you know, nine and three overall. D- Dale, can I get that drop real quick? Nah, just suck on my dick. Suck on my own dick. Thank you. Had to had to um had to suck my dick real quick. I'm sorry about that. Um, because four. Oh God! Of course, I went to uh, I went to NFL.com. Yeah. You know, right. And uh, you're gonna go on a rant again about the ads? It's excessive, dude. <laughs> I can't. It's I can't. I had to. I have to close the page immediately. And I'm not the only one. Like I. <sighs> just give me the option of at least muting the ad. Um. Anyway, so three and zero this week after going three and zero last week, and 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 my three, you know, three leagues there. So. <clears throat> feeling uh feeling pretty good, Dale. Nine and three after the first three weeks. That's good, man. How you sure. doing, man? Team's on fire. They burning to hell. Uh yeah, my team is definitely on fire. Like uh burnt to the ground pretty much. Um just because uh this is our podcast, um, we have to talk about Miami Dolphins running back, right? Uh sure, let's go for it. Jay Ajayi. Miami has Dolphins. <laughs> we are not doing that again. <laughs> When I said they're Miami Dolphins number one, guys, I think I think it was misinterpreted. Yeah. What I meant was number one draft pick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Miami Dolphins will get the number one draft pick. No, they won't because they'll end up seven or nine and get the twelfth pick. Yeah. <sighs> Stupid Dolphins. Um, I, I'm not I'm not sold on Jay Ajayi. Um, I know you have him down on the list. Um, you know, with Foster possibly coming back hopefully sooner rather than later i'm not sure i'm wasting a, a waiver uh pick on him if you know if if you have rotating waivers um what are your thoughts on here i know you think he's worth noting he's worth noting i mean he's got the titans coming up and if foster's out he's a spot start i believe and and for as long as foster continues to be out um I think it was just a matter of Ajayi being in the doghouse and not necessarily that he's so terrible that he shouldn't be on the field. Got six carries, 33 yards, nothing spectacular. Did have a couple of of receptions as well. Let me interrupt for a second. Not only did he have six carries for 33 yards, but he led the team with six carries for 33 yards. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, exactly. To be fair, the Dolphins didn't have a play within the Bengals. Like I think thirty-five yard line was the stat that I read. Yeah, let's not let's not relive that. Of course, we're talking about the Thursday night game from from this week. From Thursday. Yeah. Thank you, Dale. Yeah. <clears throat> just to, just for you guys following along. Let's uh let's bring the energy back because we I just we get so down with the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, like Fuck it. You know what? Deep. Don't add JHI. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Because it's just going to make you feel sad. <laughs> like, where's my life come to that I have to add JHI to my fantasy team? <laughs> um, okay, here's uh, here's some good news. Um, how about this, Christian? Uh, what do you think about DeAndre Washington of the Oakland Raiders? He started off the season as, uh, you know, Latavius Murray's quote-unquote backup. Uh, Murray is getting less and less carries. He's playing less and less snaps. This could start uh, becoming a little bit of a DeAndre Washington's backfield as we move into the middle of the season. And I don't, I don't know if you guys can hear it with my new equipment. Yes, but, we can. But uh, Major is very much in favor yeah. of adding DeAndre Washington this week. Probably, probably is uh, his favorite ad this it's week. Probably, it's probably Major's top pick this week. He's a he's a big Raiders fan. <laughs> you should see him. He's he's always painted in black and white. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> that definitely deserved that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> but man, yeah, he's getting more and more of the work. Um, as a Latavius Murray owner in the Listener League, I'm a little concerned there. Um, luckily, <laughs> my entire bench is running backs. <laughs> so I don't feel too bad, but man... Yeah. I mean, you know, Mur- Murray's the- going to be riding my bench for a while, and I definitely 100% am picking up Washington to see what happens because if 
at some point in the season, they decide to give the ball to one guy, that guy's going to have a tremendous amount of value. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Washington hasn't set the world on fire. I mean, he had five carries for 30 yards, so it's not crazy. But um, I don't know if they somehow, some reason, they let him go and let loose and, you know, give him the carries that Latavius Murray had last year. He, he could be pretty valuable. Yeah. I mean, he is playing um, in the next few games. Can you uh, give me a schedule there? He's playing. Uh... Yep. Okay, I have it here. I'm sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> I apologize. He's it's right on the sheet. Yeah, he's playing San Diego, Kansas City. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Kansas yeah, City, right. San Diego, Kansas City, Jacksonville, Tampa Bay. Next four games. So pretty much all of those, I yeah. believe, are, are bottom 10 rushing defenses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kansas City, surprisingly, has been uh he's a, they've given up the third most yeah um but they're they're missing a few pieces on that defense due to injury so uh but they've given up 494 yards um I'm sorry I'm looking I'm looking straight at rushing yards so Kansas City have still been a, a bottom 10 yep. in terms of uh fantasy points allowed San Diego um third most fantasy points allowed um all these teams I mean great matchups so um if we start seeing more and more work, he might even be like a flex worthy kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's it definitely worth to keep an eye on. And he's only owned in 5% of leagues right now on ESPN. So, um, no, I'm sorry, 15, not five. He's yeah. 15%. Here, here's where I really want to give you a, a couple of, of guys here, Dale, um, sure. that I'm keeping an eye on, uh, with the return of Tom Brady, I'm definitely keeping an eye on James White and Dion Lewis. Oh yeah. Yeah, if you're one of the guys to pick up a, to if you have like a reserve spot and you know in your league and you picked up Deion Lewis in the draft and you're holding on to him, it's going to pay off um, when he gets back. Um, yeah, he has the opportunity to come back after week six to be activated to the fully grown dog list, um, and be removed from the pup. But um, <clears throat> he can come back after week six. James White, for now. Because we don't know if he's going to come back, if Deion Lewis will be back in week six. For now, James White is going to be the pass catching back. So, I mean, you have one waiver to to waste. Are you picking up? Uh, are you picking up James White or Deion Lewis? Hmm. James White. Yeah, uh, that's my that's my. Because uh... we don't know how long it's going to take for Deion Lewis to come back. Yep. I mean, and... I, I love Deion Lewis. I think the talent is great, but who knows? Yeah, and we both agree Garrett Blunt takes a small hit because of this. I mean, I know we're we're talking about waivers today, but yeah, he takes a small hit. I think um, James White, I mean, they play Cleveland (laughs) next, Cincinnati, Pitt, and Buffalo. So they have a pretty pretty decent four-week schedule. Yeah, outside of of Cincy, um, all all the other ones are bottom 10 in terms of uh, rushing defenses. Right. And then, of course, uh, the Pats have a bye week nine. There's rumblings that they might wait, you know, give Deion Lewis a little bit extra time to heal if he's not fully ready and let him come back week 10. We'll see about S- that. Though. Small correction. Buffalo's not 10th. They're 11th. Okay. Small correction. Small. That's just a small correction. We're good. Small correction. <laughs> um, something uh, I'm kind of curious, and I want to know your, your thoughts on this. Uh, Matt Forte cooled off a little bit from his hot start. Um, the entire New York Jets, especially. Thank God, because I Ryan Fitzpatrick. I already have to eat crow from one stupid old running back. Didn't want to do it with two. Yeah. So let's calm down a little bit, Matt Forte. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he has calmed down. I mean, he's not you know getting the two touchdowns a game, uh, you know that he had earlier. But um, yeah. So Bilal Powell, um, after you know, like I said, Matt Forte. Didn't do very good at all against Seattle. 14 carries for 27 yards. No touchdowns. He hasn't scored a touchdown since week two. Uh, Bilal Powell had a couple nice plays there. Um, showed some flashes of being young, <laughs> I guess you'd call it, right? Um, right. I don't know. Young. I mean, are we expecting, like you mentioned, pre-draft, you know, are we expecting uh, Forte to slow down midseason to have Powell come back strong? Yeah. I don't expect Powell to like fully take over or anything. I think it's, I think it's Forte's role, so long as he doesn't get injured. But, um, yeah, Powell can definitely eat into it, especially in PPR leagues. Powell is definitely worth an ad. He's a guy that catches passes. Had six receptions um, this past week against the Seahawks. Um, Fifty-four yards. Yeah. 
Yeah, he had 80, 80 total yards. I mean, he's he's a guy that's worth picking up in PPR leagues and just seeing what he's what he's going to be. Um, one last guy I want to mention in PPR leagues, especially if you're in a deeper PPR league, is Josh Ferguson. Um, a lot of people are not really targeting him. This is not me getting and saying Frank Gore sucks because I'm going to eat a little bit of crow. Frank Gore has been better than I expected for the first four weeks. Um, you know, <clears throat> he's played some soft defenses, right? So let's calm down a little bit, Mike. You don't have to tweet me every 24 hours. <clears throat> but um, when it comes to Josh Ferguson, uh, a lot of people don't realize he he's averaging five catches a game. Yeah, um, pretty impressive. What? I did not realize that, to be honest with you. I mean, last game against Jacksonville, he had seven receptions for 33 yards. Yep, um, targeted 10 times. That's, that's a, a lot. That's a lot for a backup running, <laughs> for a quote-unquote, you know, running second running back on the team so you know considering he's he's a guy that uh you can pretty much get anywhere he, he's worth you know seeing yeah I mean, if you remember our divisional previews we did pre uh preseason um josh ferguson was one of the guys we talked about i mean he's fast he's a big body um he's so, a deeper ppr league ad for me yeah, yeah you can get sure. him you can get him for a buck yeah what's his value if frank gore goes down is he uh is he a between the tackles type of runner? Not so much. I mean, he's gonna have to be. Yeah. I mean, right. yeah, I mean, he hasn't showed it. Showed much. He, he hasn't showed a lot of ability. He's still a rookie and uh, was an undrafted guy. So um, we'll see. But you know, he's he's his value comes in the fact that he's he's adding some points and passes and can can fill in there if you should need him. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of pass catchers, Dale. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. That was a good segue, but I'm gonna totally ruin it here. God. <laughs> you look just like you could say it. Um, all right, so just a quick trivia question. Speaking of wide receivers and speaking of quarterbacks and running backs, I want to know what these guys have in common: Blake Bortles, Cam Newton, and Ryan Tannehill. Do you want to take a stab at it, Brito? Before I uh, give you the answer, um, they're all on teams with one win. Uh, that's probably true, but I'm looking for a different stat. I will give you the answer at the end. It's a pretty, a pretty cool stat. Wait, do the Jaguars have a win? Yes, they do. Yeah. I Who did so. the Jaguars beat? I don't know. Why am I blanking on that? Okay, now now you could say your segment. You could say. Oh, your they segue just beat again. the Colts. I'm stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So say your segue, and I'll pretend that it's a good segue. We're gonna talk about wide receivers now. <laughs> oh, good segue. Okay. <laughs> um. One guy I want to talk about. No, no, uh, no, no, no. Let, let me, bef- before you, I, I want to jump in here, Dale. Okay. This is my podcast after all. Um, <laughs> not true, but sort of true. Um, not true at all. Not even sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we already got rid of Richard and Armando, okay? Just got to do one more. They're just on hiatus. <laughs> I just got to get rid of one more. Then it'll be the Christian show. They went on. Uh, they went to a podcast school. We took them. We we made them go take some classes. You can't say that, Dale. <laughs> Actually, you can say whatever the want. Uh, never mind. I need to go to that school too. I can't. I can't English. So, so, so what are you gonna talk about? Wide receivers. You're gonna jump in. What are you gonna say? Stop! Stop distracting me from my distraction. I want to talk about other things real quick. Okay? okay. Because what I have to say right now is painful. But uh, we need a drop for this. Okay. We need a drop for, like, I was wrong. Okay. I was wrong. No, we'll find something and we'll put it in here in post. Okay, gotcha. Okay, but the drop is going to play now. I was wrong. But, yeah, okay, so that's our anti-sucking dick. Um, I was wrong about Steve Smith. Oh, okay. Why well, tell us why you're wrong and tell us uh, who you're arguing with. I was arguing with you, Dale. Um, now I just want to say that I I did say that somebody would have value for for the uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. I thought it would be Kamar Aiken. Totally wrong. It's mm-hmm. Steve Smith. Mm-hmm. Steve Smith and NFL.com is available in ninety percent of leagues. That's crazy. And he was targeted eleven times for the second straight week. Yep. Um, we're going to get into targets later in the week, but this is the third week in a row that he has increasing. Well, he's increased his production every week. Um, 
third week in the row with over 60 yards. Uh, added had 111 yards and a touchdown this past week. I think he's totally worth an ad. He's the number 27 wide receiver right now, and I only see his value going up. Seems to be healthy coming off of that very, very tough Achilles tear injury. Um, I mean, I'm surprised, man. Both of the guys for me that suffered injuries that I didn't think they would be able to come back from this season in Steve Smith and Jimmy Graham yeah. are both looking very good. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, just to say this, I... I don't know if I was ever really high on Steve Smith. I don't know if I would expect him to have 11 targets and get 100 yards and a touchdown uh, in week four. But uh, my whole argument was that Kamar Aiken was going to suck. So I'm kind of half right. I'm not going to take credit for saying Steve Smith was going to be awesome. But uh, I just knew Kamar Aiken was going to suck. You were high on pot news, though. (laughs) I wish I was high on pot news. We're terrible at this. (laughs) Um, Okay, so... uh, Steve Smith is definitely an ad. Um, what about Quincy Anunwa? Man, oh. I hear people pronounce his name a million different ways, so I'm going to keep Anunwa. saying Okay. It's An- how I say it. I say Anunwa. You say Anunwa? Anunwa. Okay. Hey, um, so name, I, I, I want to do a little test real quick. Okay, oh. what is, uh, what's the name of the thing that you put a letter inside of? Envelope. Okay. That pass? <laughs> no. Okay, but I, I want to continue. Um, what's the name of that pie that you make with uh, with the nuts? Uh, pecan. Okay. Um, what is the name of the third largest city in the country that's in the middle, in the Midwest, that's in Illinois? Uh, Chicago. Okay. All right. Two out of three. Okay. Wait. Hold on. Chicago. What? Who pronounces Chicago differently than Chicago? No. 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 I, it's. You got that one right. Calm down. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So. Um, no. No. Just a, a little side note. We get distracted, and I just want to. Um, proper pronunciation is envelope, not envelope, um, and typically. People will say envelope unless they're in a sentence where they're pushing the envelope. Then they'll say pushing the envelope for some reason because that's what you hear in film and and stuff like that. Um, uh, some people will say Chicago. They'll pronounce it C-H. That's a Miami thing. Um, so they'll say Chicago. Nobody says that. I've never heard that. Yeah. So this is literally I went around my job. Really? And did this test, and it's this all all of this conversation right now stemmed from people at my job saying Chicago. That's crazy. Yes. Well, you know it's um, it's the Hispanic it's, uh, culture too that. And then let's add that people in the South, anywhere South uh, Carolina and further down, will say pecan. Yeah, and yeah. not pecan. Yeah, pecan. Yeah. And screw you. I don't care how fancy you are. It's fucking pecan pie. Uh, no, it's not. Whatever, Mister Envelope. <laughs> All right, I just wanted to distract from the Steve Smith uh, thing, yeah. but we had already yeah. moved on to Quincy yeah. and Unwa, so I don't know why I did that. And Nunwa. And oh, that's what it was. <laughs> and now we're back. There we go. So, All right. no, dude, Decker's out. Yeah, and Unwa continues to get targets yep as long as long as he stays in the slot he'll be okay yeah i mean he only had set he only quote unquote had seven targets right on a bad game for him very standard couple games yeah i mean if you can still grab him in your league um why the hell wouldn't you just put him on your bench for as long as decker's out and even if decker's back pick him up what are you doing yeah he should be owned why is he not owned in more leagues? I don't know. And I can't Dude, find his ownership he's percentage ni- because he's I don't 19% know how to spell owned in none in what. You could do that. It's on the sheet, Dale. Oh, yeah, yeah, E-N-U. You know the thing that I spend time prepping and then you put in your input on the sheet <laughs> and then I put my input on the sheet gotcha. and we prep for the show? So, yeah, uh, he is uh, 40% owned in ESPN leagues. 
um, which isn't too bad, but almost yeah, 20% on NFL.com. So it's how much 20% on NFL.com. Wow. It seems like you're better off playing NFL.com if you want to search waiver wires, <laughs> ESPN. Yeah. There might be like dead leagues and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. And ESPN is maybe counts like crops those out. Maybe, maybe we'll see, but still more than half of leagues. You can get Quincy and Anwa. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, his, touch, up, man. his touchdowns aren't quite there yet. I mean, he had one touchdown in week one. I haven't scored since, but um, I mean, he's getting targeted. And, you know, we've said it over and over again. And I think Christian and I both believe that, you know, the targets are, you know, the first wave, you know, the first way to look at trends. And uh, he's trending in the right direction for sure. Yep. All right. Let's keep going because we still got a few more guys. Um, I, I want to talk about this guy because we, we taught a little bit. Marcus Wheaton, and uh, for a little bit, Eli Rogers. Sammy Coates led the team in targets for the Pittsburgh Steelers this past week. Uh, caught six passes, 79, 79 yards. Seems to look a little better every week. What are, you, what are you thinking about Sammy Coates? Is he worth an ad for you? You know, uh, to be honest, I'm a little nervous because Marcus Wheaton has come back. Uh, you know, he scored a touchdown on Sunday night. Um if it wasn't for Marcus Wheaton coming back and being fully healthy, I would probably be all over Sammy Coates. Um, I'm not, I'm not super, super thrilled uh, to pick him up my waiver wire. I think there's, I think there's some other running uh, wide receivers I'd rather have. So <laughs> Dale, what? Um, I have jerk McKinnon on my bench in, uh, in the, in my uh, league of record in our league that we're in. Right. Um, he has seven carries for 56 yards. That's pretty good, right? Not bad, yeah. Right? Like, what is that, eight yards a carry? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. That's exactly eight yards a carry, Dale. Okay. I, I was pretending to not know the math. It's eight yards a carry. Okay. Um, Matt Asiata has three carries for four yards. And a touchdown. And a touchdown. Yeah. I yeah, that's what Asiata does. Can you not say it like that? That's what he... Asiata. It's pronounced envelope, Dale. <laughs> but we're gonna put we're gonna put two polls up, okay? Oh jeez. Okay, it's gonna be poll number one is Dale racist. <laughs> poll number two is it envelope or envelope? And we're not gonna put like any sort of like differentiator. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. It's just gonna say envelope and envelope. <laughs> that, that's good. That's good. Okay. <laughs> is, it, is it tomato or tomato? Do people really say tomato? I never heard anybody call it tomato, but it might be the same people that are pronouncing Chicago. <laughs> That's racist, Dale. Okay, quit saying that because I think our listeners are going to start thinking I am racist. <laughs> the more you say it, the more they'll start believing it. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh. You get a thrill out of calling white people racist. Not really, dude. I'm probably skin tone, the whitest person you know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I know a lot of really. My wife is like. Of course you do, Dale. You know why? (laughs) (laughs) It's getting worse and worse. (laughs) Dude, we we probably are not the show that should talk about race. Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, we're four, four guys, three Hispanic white guys, and one white white guy. I'm the white white guy. If you guys don't know, Dude, uh, you live in North Carolina. Of course, we know. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about uh, Cole Beasley. <laughs> Great segue, Dale. Yeah. Um, Speaking of white guys, yeah. I. <laughs> uh, Dale, can, is this okay? Like, I don't know what I. I don't can know if it's okay say. or not. I'm not sure, but we'll go with it and. Uh, listen, man, Levitard has made a whole career off of talking about race. And I think people, uh, we're real, we're real people doing, saying real things. I've become like, so like, to me, it's so natural to like have a mixed culture where I live where, so like a lot of times I can't wrap my head around people being, I don't know, like racially intolerant. Right. Um, but I totally understand a lot of the issues that are going on and for me like people just need to like snap out of it and it's like this is this is 2016 just live with each other and and uh 
love learn each to other. coexist. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to love each other, but just learn to coexist and do your own thing. Like, but you know, we're a fantasy football show, and um, we don't need to do this. <laughs> All right, so back to Cole Beasley. Um, he has been a target monster. Uh, has the- he though, Dale? Has he, or do you just want to say that? Uh, I just, I just like to call people target monsters. Is it because he's he's shorter than you are? He's not shorter than you are. No, probably not, because I'm pretty short. He's five foot eight. No, he's taller than you. Uh, so he only he's had shorter th- than me. Woohoo! Yeah, he only had uh, three receptions, uh, but he did have 66 yards last game against the 49ers. Um, I thought he was going to have a much bigger game, um, but he's pretty consistently getting you know six six uh, receptions a game. Um, staying in that 60 to 70 yard range. Um, I think Dak Prescott likes to throw it to him. Uh, I think he's a very, very valuable asset, especially with Des Bryant not being there, being the guy underneath. Um, I think Terrence Williams, uh, you know, open up the field for him too, you know, so it's just, don't think just because Des Bryant is out, his value, Cole Beasley's value is going to go down. I think Terrence Williams can still stretch the field. Um, so I don't think it's going to really hurt Cole Beasley. And uh, I think he's going to keep catching those underneath routes. Yep. Absolutely do. Okay. Um, I don't mind it. Do you put any stock into Bryce Butler, who was filling in for Dez being out? He looked good. He, I mean, he's a big guy, isn't he? I mean, I don't know his, you know, his measurables, but uh, you know, running down the field, I mean, he's big. Um, what was your question? <laughs> he's not that big deal. yeah he is I bet you he's uh Dale what? I have his measurables in front of me he's not that big how big is he this sounds really weird he's <laughs> this is a new three. segment I'm gonna call it some players and it's it, this is this segment called how big is he um so let's start <laughs> off with Bryce Butler how six big is foot, he six foot three. Oh, okay he's not that big <laughs> Exactly. He's 220, though. Yeah, that's so. big. That's He weighs as much as I do. I feel really fat right now. <laughs> He's like a foot taller than me. Oh, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who else do you want to know how big they are? Um, okay. Second guy. How big is he? How big is uh, Jeremy Curley? Is that because he's the next guy on our list? Is he? He's on our list. I'm not looking. I'm typing in Jeremy Curley. I just know that Jeremy Curley is pretty. He's pretty tall. I bet. No, Dale. Dale. Jeremy Curley's a slot receiver. He's little. What the hell are you talking How about? How little is he? He's five foot nine. He's my height. Okay. He has long That's... legs. How long are his legs? I hate you, Dale. <laughs> um, this guy. This next guy is small. Um, playing for the Chicago Bears. He's worth picking up for sure. Um, as I was watching the game, I thought, man, you got to get him on the waiver wire because I think he... You have no idea who's big or small, do you? No. Uh, Eddie He's... Royal is small, though. Well, how big do you think Eddie Royal is? Eddie Royal, I bet you, is 5'8". He's 5'10". He's okay. not that small. Jesus Christ. You're bad at this game. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Eddie Royal had 111 yards and a touchdown on seven receptions last uh, last Sunday. Uh, depending on Kevin White's injury, I mean, if... We don't know the extent of the injury because Kevin White is grabbing targets too. Um, but if Kevin White is out for any period of time, I think Eddie Royal's stock goes up for sure, especially with Brian Hoyer. Um, and it seems yeah. like Jay Cutler's getting benched for Hoyer, it looks like. Um, Hoyer, even, one, has looked good, and two, looked looks at Eddie Royal a lot. He does. He does. Yeah. So, seven I mean, catches, seven catches, 111 yards, and a touchdown. That's pretty good. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, speaking of guys that might fill in due to injury, Robert Woods, man, with Sammy Watkins, I mean, he's he's on IR. So next man up is is Robert Woods. Seven catches for 89 yards. Didn't get into the end zone, but it's kind of uh, you know, I, I think he's he's worth an ad. It's one of those little roles where. He's gonna be the number one guy. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be what we hoped Sammy Watkins might be, but he's. I think he's worth that and worth an ad in a deeper league and see what you can get. He's he's a bye week filling guy, and I I absolutely mean that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, this Tyrod Taylor needs somebody to throw it to. Robert Wood seems uh, consistent enough to, uh, you know, make the catches. Um, 
yeah, I mean, seven catches, 89 yards, yards like you said. It, it's something that Taylor desperately needs it. Um, Playing the Rams, 49ers, and the Dolphins next. So, should be okay. <clears throat> yep. All right. Let's move on to your guy. I know you touched on him uh, mm, a couple on him. a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the other Green Bay Packers wide receiver, Devontae Adams. Yep. Um, he's terrible, but he's putting up numbers, and I am a little fearful of uh, of my previous boy Randall Cobb in past years. Uh, I think Devontae Adams is is definitely a guy that you could plug into your lineup in good matches. Coming off a bye right now, he's coming into uh, Giants, um, then Cowboys. Maybe not the best two matchups, but then the Bears. Um, Packers have a great rest-of-season schedule, and honestly, Devontae Adams is going to have value in a lot of these matchups. Yep. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's let's just um, we're gonna wrap up to a couple of deeper league hitters that you can add. Corey Coleman. <clears throat> um, we don't know how long he's gonna be out, but in a deeper league, probably you can go grab him. Chris Hogan with the addition of Tom Brady coming back, so keep an eye out for Chris Hogan. And um, two more guys that I want to add, just because they're on terrible passing offenses and terrible offenses in general, doesn't mean that they won't have value. Um, and that's Kenny Britt and Jeremy Curley. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, Curley had nine targets, uh, catching six of them for what uh, close to 90 yards and a touchdown. Um, he looked good. It, like you said, he's not a very big guy, right? Because he's a slot receiver and he's only 5'10". Do you have anything to add? No. <laughs> I'm just bad at you. <laughs> um, and, you know, Kenny Britt. Um, he looked pretty decent. I mean, he did have 82 yards, only four receptions. Um, but it was against the Cardinals defense that plays pretty good pass, you know, pass defense. Um, you know, he's going to be, he's going to be a deep down, downfield target, uh, for the Rams probably all season. And, uh, I think he has some value. (laughs) And those were your guys that I just stepped in and talked about so yeah i'm sorry dude i just got distracted by a very great tweet from the guy that handles our board kenneth kenneth green um at the wade 44 if you want to follow kenneth on twitter um he just tweeted at us that he's got the eat bets up to date um but he's saying uh at ecff finally got the eat bets up to date but at dale fantasy please don't rap and at c burrito fantasy keep on playing Thank you, Kenneth. Yeah. Guess what, Kenneth? You're not getting a fucking t-shirt anymore. <laughs> uh, sorry, Kenneth. You always bust my balls. Um, I'm going to try to give you another rep soon. Uh, we're, I mean, we're not begging for it, so no, keep working on it. So I'm going to do it today. <laughs> you know, time's run out. Um no, no, no. Wait. Well, we got to cover a couple quick tight ends. Jimmy Graham has been better than expected. If he's out there for your waiver wire, I would 100% add him. Yep. Um, there's not too much more that I want to say there other than he's second on the team in targets. Yep. After Doug Baldwin, like he's getting a lot of work. Yep. And Cameron Brait, <clears throat> let's talk about him really quick. Uh, he had five catches for 67 yards. He now has 18 targets over the past two weeks. So um, somebody, if he's not picked up in your league and you have a spot for another tight end, um, maybe not your te1 but um definitely worth picking up and, and keeping a good eye on him yeah that was uh he's been cameron great hey that's good um another guy you know wow, we talk- really you said that's good i was totally prepared for the but for the horn no, no it wasn't bad it wasn't bad if it's original it's not bad um hunter henry as well uh with the chargers you know stepping in for antonio gates we 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 mentioned in previous pods that you know uh, Philip Rivers loves his tight ends, and it showed him. Uh, he put up 61 yards and a touchdown uh, last game. So uh, Hunter Henry, for me, he's right under Jesse James. I, I would pick up Jesse James before Hunter Henry, but um, I'd rather have Hunter Henry. But let's continue. Let's continue having bets with Jesse James if you want to do that. No, nope, nope. Let's not because I don't know when the hell uh, Antonio Gates is coming back. Yeah, 
I'm fine. I'm not losing any more bets about Jesse James. I'm just going to wait patiently. Any more bets? Yeah. Uh, Kyle Rudolph already scored in the in the Monday night game. Just FYI. Nice. So okay. we are recording this during the Monday night game. If you haven't noticed, guys, so uh, bear with us. We don't know the outcome. Yep. Corderell Patterson just caught a pass. Yeah. For minus four yards. Nice. That's what he does. And then he'll break one open for. Uh, he'll get for a hit. four yards. Yeah, and then he'll get like a flea flicker and run it for eighty yards. No, he won't because he doesn't do that. What Cordell Patterson doesn't doesn't play a doesn't have gimmicky type plays all the time. Yes, but he's not good. <laughs> That's true. Oh, oh, okay. So, um, just to wrap it up. My trivia question: Have you thought about it, Albrito? Do you have another guess? They're all on one in three teams. That's the correct answer. Okay, but another correct answer is they're all outside the top ten in fantasy points. Okay, so Ryan Tannehill, Cam Newton. And um, but why do I keep forgetting the third guy? Put Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. All of them. See, same number of passing touchdowns? Nope. They all have 100% of the runs inside the five-yard line for their team. Nobody else on their team has ran the ball inside the five-yard line. Hard to believe, but it's true. It's very interesting. Yeah. More of those numbers and others next pod i'm gonna break down some good numbers but i thought that was a good one i couldn't wait to couldn't wait to talk about it all right all right so i'm gonna wrap in just a minute no you're not all right if you want can you give me the beat from uh i'm going in i'm going in let's do it hold on First off, who dare come and try to play me? I can't hear the bottom because I'm all the way in first place. Can't stop winning. It's a blessing and a curse. Nah, I'm just playing. Now hand over the purse because I'm robbing all you bitches. Snatch it from these hoes. Fantasy is easy. I'm the champion for show. Playing Crowell and Evans and obviously some Jones. Now keep marveling at Marvin and appreciate the show. Oh, hot fire. Uh, That was hot. That was a little better than last time, right? That was hot. Nah, yeah, it was good, man. Good job. I love. Uh, I feel like I'm spitting at the mic, though. I love your poems. All right, guys, follow us at Eat Sleep FF on Twitter. If you want to submit a question, uh, we're going to be having a mailbag on our next episode. So, <laughs> um, eatsleepfantasy.com/slash/questions, or just head to eatsleepfantasy.com. It's right there. Uh, submit a question. On the right-hand side. Uh, Anything you want to add, Dale? No, sir. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We genuinely appreciate you downloading, listening to us, and we even more appreciate it if you would rate us on iTunes. Take a picture, take a snapshot, screenshot, uh, tweet it at us, and uh, we'll try to get a T-shirt out to some random random listeners. So thank you very much. Uh, Shout-out to Serge for the awesome theme song show if for some reason you don't hear me later in the week it's because there's a hurricane heading towards miami Um, hurricane's not gonna stop this podcast absolutely thanks for listening everybody and for some reason if you want to donate to something go to autismspeaks.com good night yeah you don't have to put that in if you don't want Tried to cut the lights off, but oh no, we keep the candle lit. I keep my opinions to myself, cause you can't handle it. I get on the track, my only goal is to dismantle it. Banger after banger, got the school and now the hammer. Last year I dropped my first CD, they loved it. All of them witnessed, but y'all ain't seen nothing. We made the CD with barely no money. Imagine just what we could do with a budget. We had to kill it, it never was optional. Get out the way, yeah, we pushing the envelope. We had to stop just to make it unstoppable. They asked for my point of view, I say tropical. Cause I'm in Miami, shout out to my Haitians.